Darkness, Ravenloft, The Conspiracy at Kresik, Season 2, Episode 1. It is May 2018. I'm Devin the Referee. We've settled on that finally. And to my left, we have X returning to play Y. Tyler playing Phineas Grossfellow. Kevin playing Asher. And Peter's Jack Angus. Alright, gang, so we're back for Season 2 of The Conspiracy. A overview for the listeners, we were using Savage Worlds and the Ravenloft Reincarnated book provided by the Fraternity of Shadows previously. Um, after running this, the Season 1 and Rifts vs. the Star Wars, which should be out by the time you hear this in a couple months, uh, we decided to move away from Savage Worlds and move towards Chronicles of Darkness. Uh, because the Chronicles of Darkness system, as you no doubt know, seen as you know everything I know, because no one can know anything I don't know, that's how animals work. Literally, it's how gorillas work. They don't ask questions because they think everyone knows what they know. You'll know the Chronicles of Darkness is really good at kind of closer to the ground, violent games that have a nice investigative streak and mental breaks and kind of short, shouty, indie film interactions with each other through, like, social stuff indoors. And horror, and personal horror, and old stuff. All that stuff, too. Uh, that's that's like the cake frosting to the, to the murder. Also, the beat system, where people start to fail and hurt themselves for delicious, <laughs> delicious go-juice. Now that that's out of the way, <laughs> gentlemen, what happened last season? You mean all of it? I just, general... <laughs> What do you what do you think happened to help the listeners be on track? Remember the movie The Hangover? It basically started like that, where we were trying to cover my character's tracks over what he did one drunken night in a mine. Yep. I'm trying to recover something very important to him. Like do the worst my ring. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, so then we, we went into the mine to try and recover your ring. Um, we didn't find it, but we found a secret chamber that was filled with a whole bunch of documents, which we stole and vandalized Bar like good, upstanding citizens that we are. Um, they were outsiders, so, you know, it was okay. Um, we took those out, we got them translated. Um, they pointed us to some monastery somewhere there, we were tracking the Dliznia. It was also an adventure that was going places, tried to do some tomb raiding, and we were also visited by the Mothman, and visited his world. So in the end, we investigated our way towards the monastery, right? There was nothing important in the middle? No, not really. Yeah. Um, we communicated with the Mothman again, and yeah. he was creepy, yeah, he... and basically we couldn't sleep without one year from this weird cave system. He also pointed us towards the monastery again, yeah, yeah. causing us to double down on going there. So we went to the monastery, we found Delisnia, we found we found Delisnia's sister, then we all went, some sort of connected coma thing, went to the dream world to find Delisnia, and we found also his ancestor vampire that we promptly slaughtered. Thank God it. Yeah. Yes, and vandalized for money. Yes. And then we came back, and we went back to the Dilisnias, and then we had to deal with some mass serial murderer. A serial ghost. murderer, ritual murderer. 
and there was demise. There was some cult of a mechanical Jesus there. That was all about giving money, and we put an end to that. And also a little ghost. But now we have to figure out where the fuck the its well, fetters are, and we have a connection with some orphanage where that ghost murderer was from. Uh, there was a holy symbol we found that apparently belonged to the matron or whatever that ran the orphanage. And it seemed bizarre because there was no way she would have left the orphanage any time recently to have dropped it there. So we're going there to investigate. Yeah, no, it's not like anyone else could have had this symbol and the murderer would have kept it. Yeah, we brought it yeah. to... <laughs> we brought it to... Uh, a, ho a holy man who was like, no, this specifically belongs to her. Uh, we can, or him, we can tell because various details about it were exactly that. So get fucked. <laughs> so we're going to the one place we all want to go to, the village of Barovia. Yup. There was a whole thing though, wasn't there, with the serial killer murdering people were showing signs of corruption. Uh, yeah, he was ritually, ritualistically killing them, and they had signs that they were possessed, that nobody wanted to believe, because nobody would want to believe that there's a huge oh, possession issue. True. Yeah, so we we think there might be something that is possessing or like causing possession within the village. Mm -hmm. And even though the serial killer is obviously evil and needs to be stopped, they may have originally started out trying to stop this possession issue as well. Yeah, though Asher theorized that people started getting possessed mid-torture, and that was why. It's because they were, you know, extreme feelings and whatnot while they were being tortured caused it. Yeah. And on the note of Asher, we also found the mass gravesite at one point of what we believed were potentially the people who came over. Oh, yeah. Like dead your, elves. your family, the dead elves. Who, yeah. came by, who came by like hundreds of years ago, though, so it's weird. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, we also found your baby stuff, it seems. <laughs> we found elf stuff. Not it's yours. Stuff is it's yours now. <laughs> it does belong to me. I mean, now it does. We dug it up. Um, but yeah, and then we also ended the last session with basically pinning everything on the merchants and having them run out of town and lynched to death. Which is, I'm sure, something that will not have any far-reaching repercussions. I mean, they were worshipping with false idols. So. Yeah, yeah, they were specifically doing weird stuff. So I don't yeah, feel bad. Not undeservedly so. But I don't remember if they were murdered. I legitimately don't. But I do remember they were chased out of town. Yeah, they were chased out, chased out, out of town. And their possessions <coughs> repossessed. Yeah. I mean, we found like the weird art artifact in the back, the coin. Wrapped in a bunch of barbed wire and shit and oh, bad the pennies. Bad, the bad penny. Oh, Which you kept. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. I mean, oh no, you must have the hooligan. Yes, yes and hooligan all of the hooligans thing. are now appearing and mocking us. Yeah. I forgot you are the little, the little raccoon people. Yeah. 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 I would have been stinged and marked and now we see weird things. So we met one and it was super friendly. Like a cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, that swollen cat monster. Was it wearing a cat's corpse? I think so, yeah, that was the implication. So, yeah, all that happened. Fuck, yeah, wow, that's a really. I had forgotten a lot of this. It's hard to keep it in your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why there are four of them. 
So that was the season one recap, listeners. An electronic Christ, a serial killer, an upside down maze world, a man called Gilgamesh getting high with mushroom people, uh, and crying monsters, a crying whale, fossilized vampires, unlucky coins, mushroom people. I just, I just literally said that. Oh. You're not a good listener. No. So. I think it's safe to say that you guys let some time pass in Kresik. Mm-hmm. A few weeks have gone by, and time had been passing in the game otherwise. You guys have been going to and from the, the old Svalich Pass when we were investigating the Season 1 stuff. So we're probably on the cusp of spring ending and summer coming in, which means the brutal, unforgiving heat that is a Barovian summer is about to begin, and it's going to sweep through and uh, ignite the forest in a cacophony of animal sounds, uh, fresh, chilled mountain air, and the ever-present smell of animal musk. It must be super humid in uh, Barovia. It's awful. <laughs> it's a living nightmare. I mean, if you like, like it's it. not the tepid forest, but uh, it's it's not great. Maybe you'd like to just go up the mountain and. Might be a bit chillier there. Yeah, but then you got avalanche problems because the snow caps have started to melt and the, the compact's starting to go, and it's. Yeah. There's gases escaping from the mountain from dead animals stuck on it. Fine, they just live in the middle of the lake. <laughs> you don't want to go to that lake. You don't want to go anywhere here, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking You're saw catching it. on. <laughs> it was me. I deceived you. So, I guess we begin. Again, with our conspiracy, Phineas's house. Phineas, you've had to pack. Yeah. Your goods that could go bad, you've had to give away. Your larder, you've had to, you know, kind of clear out so it doesn't get infested with rats. Endless amounts of rats, the size of your fist. That just, that just, they come in waves. That's one of the first things you guys realize happens when, uh, Summer hits and the snow melts have finally all gone, and a lot of the burrows have opened up. Carpets of Barovian uh, dread rats, they come from the dread mountain, just swarm from the fields into like the central area of town and just burrow their way into people's homes. So it's not great. So you've had to take care of your perishables. You've probably asked someone to look after your house. You've packed up things that could like get damaged by storms or whatever, I'm assuming. You know, books. Covered in bags or tarps or, you know, skins, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I guess you guys are just hanging out, getting ready to join the next caravan that probably comes out later in the day. Sure. I'll be tending to Bartholomew, my trusty mule. Oh, and the mule's still here. Yeah, and my it's collection right. of moths, which have been carefully tended and fed. Oh, honey, moths only live a couple of weeks. <laughs> 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 Well, your collection of moths pinned down. <laughs> pinned onto yeah. a board. Pinned onto some vellum. <laughs> They're the right kind of moths. You can make a lot of money from their silk. I was just imagining them pinned to the vellum board in a question mark shape. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Well, Bartholomew is still here. So, yeah. You guys have gathered. I, I believe it's probably, what, early morning? Hmm. Yeah. Esha's been gone for most of the time since... Uh, we solved the mystery, quote-unquote. The, the ghost serial killer? Yeah, yeah. He's been on, on caravan trips since then and kind of just got back 
He is very, very drunk, kind of on your floor. <laughs> so, what did I miss? The rats came back. Yeah, I can hear him. Kind of turns his head to the side, one of his pointed ears to the uh, floorboards. Just, yeah. just rats chewing and fucking. <laughs> Children of the night. Oh, these are not flying. Not too much. Just been kind of plying my trade, working around here, getting ready for the trip. I've uh, started some correspondence with Sambai. Might be ordering a few books from him when they're in. Uh, maybe they'll be back by the time we uh, get back from Barovia, if we do. That's my hope. Yeah, ain't never been there, even with the caravans. Not very many are brave enough to pass through. No one likes Barovia. You need them, them, uh, the Stani people, just to make it through, you know. Yep. I have bad things Speaking. about the place. Speaking of which, we should, uh, we have some, like, liquid currency, no doubt, but we should maybe... I mean, we've got plenty of it. It was from, made from, you know, the vampire corpse thing. Right, right. We should maybe break some of those hard, massive jewels and exchange them for more compartmentalized uh, pockets of wealth <coughs> that we could. I mean, I think we were talking with, what, the goldsmith, blacksmith in town? To the jewelry, yeah. Yeah, yeah get, get like a, a yeah. whole bunch of jewelry that we can parcel out at different yeah. points. Like a pen. <laughs> I mean, we are passing through a few towns on the way there. Some of them might be looking for luxury. Yep. Little things, you know? I don't know if he'll be able to do that in the uh, short time we have before we head out, but... Well, I mean, we've been planning for this trip for a while. Well, you've been off on your Yeah, yeah. We so... Could've, you can easily say what you've done, not what you're yeah. going yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. If you've done it, yeah. Yeah. So we have some liquid funds. And with all the repossession of wealth from the merchants, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff for sale sloshing around. Yeah, there's there a bit of a boom in Krasik after that. I'm sure a lot of people were very thankful for up to us for uh, helping yes. with that. Yeah. Any other preparations we need? No, I think we've got everything. Well... It's no time like today. Yeah. Right. Well, in that case, you guys while away the rest of your time getting your things in order. Maybe you priming more cartridges for your gun. Yep. Stack it oh, up. You have a shotgun now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Stacking up on ammo. I don't know, laying down. It's probably a recent acquisition, eh? Yeah, for the trip. I've uh, been going through, expecting some wolves and other things along the way. I Seemed mean, prudent. We did but find that shotgun. We need to restore it. So I guess that's it. What? Why don't we find a shotgun? Next to the dandelion thing? In the caves, we found Remember? a broken shotgun. For the Lisnia? 
Okay, you said dandelion thing. And I, yeah, there's the, yeah, there's the, the dandelion. lion. That the actual flower. dandelion. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Yes, Stephen. <laughs> the dandelion. The, the dandelion. Yes. Like, what are you talking about? Are you fucking pee? Stephen, oh. <laughs> it's your fever dream. So. <laughs> it was an actual dandelion. Yes. It'd probably be really easy to restore. Yeah. Or not really easy, but for someone like Phineas who yeah. can yeah. do that stuff, it's really okay. easy. Man, our games sound like drunk talk. <laughs> yes. It's all of our games, definitely. Who's that all dandy? of <laughs> I just imagined a big, like a big fucking, like, little puffy thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that's, that's tucked away. With, right. with the gear on Bartholomew, I don't really carry it with me. That's fair. You don't want to brandish that? It's no. a gun. I'm not into gun brandishing. S- stick it into the face of everyone we meet. <laughs> Hello! Shooting your TV to turn it off. Uh. <sighs> Alright. In that case, you guys take your leave of uh, Kresik. The fort town, such as it is, it has these high walls and different quarters of it sectioned off. Uh, you guys, again, you know, for like almost the second or third time this year, pile on in with a merchant caravan, uh, heading to the village of Barovia. That's that's their terminus. They're heading there, and then they're breaking off afterwards and heading south. Cool. They have to, I believe, double back, because Barovia is a scary, scary nightmare. That you have to make deals to get into, because, yeah. Yeah, they're heading on past the village of Barovia to Nova Bassa in the east, um, through the old Svalich Road. Nova Bassa, the one where it's like a swamp, Louisiana-style place? No, Nova Bassa is a nice, even-temperatured, pastoral, idyllic, Studio Ghibli-style uh, fields of horse fields and chivalric knights and sunshine uh, and horses. Like, it's horses as far as you can see. Why don't we move there? there? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ghosts. Yeah. The, the Lord of Nova Vassa, his name is like, uh, it's like a French name, but he's like a paladin king. What the fuck? <coughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure there's a cruel twist somewhere, but... They, uh... Where's the other shoe that They're all into Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, no. It's fucking Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. There's hobo shit everywhere. <laughs> they all unironically watch the Jersey Shore. They drink raw water. <sighs> the the men all look like Burgess Meredith circa Rocky. <coughs> Devin, no. You ruined it. Yeah, we won't go there, sadly. Yeah, you won't fucking go to Nevukar Spree, to Nova Vasa, to retire. The castle in Nova Vasa is called Castle Fairhaven. That's pretty on the nose. <laughs> yeah, the drawback, it has Kender there. It's like, oh. One of the capital cities, the harbor, is called uh, Arborea. Uh, one of the villages is called Egalitaria. That's nice. Amazing. <laughs> Fuck you, people! You grew up in Barovia. I just picture we see it on the horizon. You walk too far. It's like just a painting that falls over. <laughs> <laughs> it's just New Jersey behind us. So you mean like Gotham Metropolis thing? Yeah, it's Gotham Metropolis. Literally, Barovia is right here. It's right on the cusp of where Castle Ravenloft is, and there's like a fucking separating beam of light, and it's Metropolis on the other side. <laughs> fucking Batman. 
Yeah, I know the the Dark Lord of Novavasa. Not even that bad. That's nice. It's not even that bad. Hmm. Tristam Hiregard. That's the name of the Lord of uh, <coughs> uh, Novavasa. Hmm. Yeah, he's like a paladin. He's a crusader. He's a holy man. Okay. He believes in justice and shit. Being fair to your people and no taxation without representation. <sighs> but you're not going to Novavasa. No. You're uh, you're going to the village of Verovia. We're looking for a murder ghost in an orphanage. <coughs> oh boy, I hope there's dead orphan ghosts. <laughs> I hope a raccoon demon bites me. The wagon wheels are heavy and not properly balanced because these wagons are old and the trip starts. It is uneven and rocky and jarring. Uh, I looked into the older wagons that you can kind of hang out in. They were not fun to sleep in or rest in. And you guys aren't doing much of that anyway because you're um, on the caravan to like walk with it, not ride on it. This isn't a passenger caravan. <laughs> Those caravans are full of goods and people with knives to keep you away from the goods. How nice looking. I'm decently known as a caravan guard, so I'm just yeah, walking yeah. along with it. They're, they're not going to put, put a gun to your face and like put a bomb collar on you so you don't steal. That's but... awfully nice of them. I, I mean, I know how elves get, so it's very nice of them to be considered. Stealing. Jesus Christ. You, uh, I think you said this last game. You, you've internalized oh, a lot yeah. of hateful things. <laughs> the gold standard. But the old Spalich Road, uh, once described <coughs> as a broken cobblestone snake curling around the passes in between the Dreadmount and the Balanoch Mountains, like a strangling python. Uh, the road is, un is uneven and only kept by people basically using it. It's not like there's people that go out and make sure it's serviceable. It's up to every caravan to make sure they can get on through if, like, an avalanche has happened or if, like trees or something have fallen through. Uh, and one of the first things you'll encounter a couple days in is there was a avalanche from the uh, from the snow melt and it has knocked down rocks and a bunch of old thick um, coniferous trees that have just slammed into the pass and like snapped in the middle and just like buried themselves like blocking off the whole caravan. Cool. So this might be a time to take a look at the resolution engine for the system we're using. Yep. You're going to be helping people move stuff out, so we'll just put those guys in the background saying that they're balancing out a lot of issues that you'd have because you have a crew to help you clear this shit out. Yep. How do you guys want to solve this problem of clearing out the debris? The Svelich Road is cut into the mountains and the dales and the hills, so when you're going through the pass, there, there's there's like border mountain stuff uh, beside you, so it's not like you can like roll it onto anything. You're you're enclosed a little. You get what I'm saying, right? Or you need to elaborate. Like elaborate a, just a little. So you know how you'll have like rolling hills and dales yeah. and like like that. The Svalich Pass is cut into it. It doesn't go over it. So right. if you have debris in there, you have to actually physically get it loose, unlike like wedge it and haul it up and out and away. Instead of say, if this was like a road on like a, a hillside, you just shove it all down the road to someone else's problem. Okay. Um, what's the situation on these hills and dales nearby? Are they forested? Yeah, heavily forested, old Svalich woods. 
So uh, there's a fair amount of stuff in the way on either side. So I'm thinking maybe we could rig up using ropes and pulleys some kind of block, block and, and tackle, tackle system <laughs> and then use the uh, draft animals to lift and pull and clear things out. Yeah, that would work. That sounds like the best idea. So I can move crafts for you, probably. Yeah. So, let me pause. I'll give a quick read-through so we can implement that. Actually, I have an anecdote before we pause. Block and tackle, right? You know how I said that right when you did? Yeah. So when I was playing Ravenloft originally, this is way back in 2005-2004, I was playing Atrus, who you might remember from the living years. Who was a? He was like an everyman. He had a lot of equipment on him. He had shovels. He had fishing rods. He had a bunch of stuff. And one of the things I bought a few of were block and tackles, which weigh like thirty pounds or something. And I had yeah. like four or five of them. And the GM at the time was like, "Why the fuck do you have so many block and tackles?" I'm like, "Well, what if I lose some of my lures?" <laughs> he's like, "What?" It's like, "Well, we need them to fish." And he's like, "You're fishing with block and tackle?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah," because in my mind. Yeah. Block and tackle, and the reason they were so expensive was they were sets of fishing rods, fishing line, and lures to fish. <laughs> a block and tackle is a giant block and wheel and rope and metal hook for like setting up cranes and shit. And if you were to take the game literally, he was walking around with like four or five of them on his back <laughs> the whole time. Yes. I, thought, I thought they were fishing kits. Fishing Local for tuna, boys. <laughs> that is my story about block and tackle and. 16, 17 year old me. I will, uh, I'll pause. Alright, we're back. So, listeners, we decided this was an extended action, and how an extended action works is we have intervals where we pick a dice pool and people roll, and that roll represents one interval. We said each interval is an hour. So, every time they roll, they add their successes to the pool, and an extended action takes 5 to 20 successes to succeed. We thought 10 was fine for this test run, and in our first roll, all three players uh, together collectively got nine successes, which is close enough for me, which okay. means you together set up your block and tackle, and you guys, um, well, let, let, let's go over the pools just one more time. You used uh, t uh, Tyler? Uh, I used uh, Intelligence plus my Crafts with a specialty in Jury Rating. Perfect. I used um, Dexterity plus Athletics with my specialty in Climbing. I just used Dexterity on Athletics. And together, the three of you help the team successfully uh, clear out all the debris in only an hour's time. Uh, it doesn't keep you here longer, doesn't, you know, screw up your guys' plans to sort of stay over anywhere. And you're off. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, perfect. You guys continue down the old Spalich Road. Um, it was morning when you left. It's now kind of lunchtime. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I already said it had been a few days. Yep. I'm drunk. <laughs> <coughs> I gotta keep my shit straight in my own game. Okay, so I guess in the meantime, I'm going also use my contacts with merchants, which I suppose there are some in the caravan, to try to get some information about the village of Barovia slash that orphanage we're going to. Yeah, sure. Uh, how does this work? Peter, describe this to us. Um, well, it's a merit. It tells you to roll manipulation and a social skill. Depending on how you want to do it, so I'm going to be rolling manipulation and socialize to hang out with those merchants and see what information I can get. I rolled a failure, so I'll take a dramatic failure and a beat. Haha! <laughs> Look at that! It's already begun! <laughs> what does a dramatic failure mean for this roll, Peter? 
Well, whatever you want to. No, know. like, does it say no. it all? Like, I'm gathering information, and yeah, that's. I'm trying to be their friend. So probably you I dramatically fail at that. the wrong information. It's a yeah, joke. So probably I got some wrong rumors around or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You're talking to one of the merchants. Uh, his name is um, Adam. Like just Adam. It's a name. Oh yeah, yeah. So, what uh, what are you looking for from uh, the old village? Well, we're going to the. Orphanage there. Uh, what's the, what was it called? Uh, you left some kids there or something? Um, now we're looking for some information on some previous orphan that was left. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're the one socializing with this guy, so. <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> well, that's why I'm botching it. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're looking for some information from the head matron of the orphanage. Hmm. Yeah, apparently one of those orphans got gone bad or something, and yeah, we try to get to the bottom of whatever's going on here. Hmm. I, uh... I don't know anything about the orphanage in the village of Barovia. I am a merchant going to Barovia to do trade. Well, never stopped there. Any rumors about the place? Nothing. Well, there is one rumor. You know the, the fog you're going through? Mm -hmm. You don't need to take anything to leave. No. That's it's useful. a scam. Ah. <laughs> Damn, it's Vistanis. Yeah, like you got that. Uh, yeah, say that on that. Like I noticed in your pack there, you had that uh, that pig face. Yeah. Yeah, just put that on when you go through. It's gas. Makes sense. You'll, for, you'll, you'll just walk out and you'll show them all. It's a Great. trick. Great. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Fucking kill your character. What's up? Ah, I can die. I got all the beats. I'll get some damage, and that also gives me beats. <laughs> Yeah, that's what'll happen. Damage. 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 No. Alright, so that was your contacts roll. That went well. What's up? So, a few more days, and you guys are going to drop by a familiar stomping ground, the village of Valakai. You guys remember Valakai? Seaside town. It's on a downward incline towards Lake Zarevich. We had dinner there with an elf. You yeah. did. What was that elf's name? Sambai. What was his name? Sombai? Sombai. Ah, right. Liquor. There's also that castle in the middle of the uh, lake. Yes, Castle Banshee or whatever. Mm -hmm. Where the drowned children are in the uh, lake because the uh, mistress went crazy and drowned all her children. Yeah. Insane with grief. Insane with grief. Wait, what was that? Oh my god. <laughs> if only Nicole was here. <coughs> Good lord. The hitting. <laughs> These are like tiny hammers. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys want to do anything in Valakai while you're here? Take advantage of it? We should sell some of that jewelry. Yeah. This seems Ooh. like the perfect place for it. This seems like, seen jewelry. Yeah. This seems like the kind of place where there'd be like weddings going on and stuff like that. So it's like, hey, wedding rings. Yes, places do have weddings. Yeah. 
Well, this place is like scenic and has you know the beautiful lake and whatnot. Also, I promise I wouldn't keep this song on for the entire night, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change that while you guys are talking about. It's, it's so relaxing. <coughs> this sounds fine. It is fine. It's great to be on a loop. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to meet up with Sambai. I've got some stuff that I think he might be interested in, and wouldn't mind making some purchases myself. Sure. All right. You drop by Sambai's. Uh, he he ran a bookstore. What was the name of his bookstore? Sambai's Books. Very good. I'm sure none of the listeners <laughs> care. Pretentious Elf Books Limited. I think it was like the Tombstone or the Murder Book. The Murder. The Murder Book. <laughs> I'm sure that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's its given Christian name. You're not gonna find it on there, Peter. <laughs> He's taking better notes. How fun is this jewelry that we got? Idle oh. hands. Oh, Peter! Look at Peter! Take Whoa. a beat! Huzzah! Take a beat for showing us how stupid we are. He had notes. Huzzah. God damn it. <laughs> Where did you get the jewelry from? We got it from that jeweler in, uh, in our hometown. The silversmith. Why? What do you mean, why? Like, why did he give you jewelry? Give me the context here. We gave him the crystals, and he was allowed to keep the shavings and whatnot, and also money that we probably paid him. You just paid to have jewelry made? Yeah, yeah, and we're also like keep the oh uh, to make your money more breakdownable. Yeah, because yeah. we had all the stuff from his guts, the uh, vampire's guts. Okay, right. We also bought a lot of the jewelry that would have been just floating around that had been taken from the merchants that were repossessed. Mm-hmm. You turned vampire guts into jewelry. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, and basically, like. like at least Asher, he told the jeweler, it's like, okay, as part of your payment, just take the shavings that you don't need for the uh, gems mm-hmm. and whatnot. Take a gem or two, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sell it here. We'll pay you the useless money we have. They're super exotic gems. <coughs> They're probably super beautiful. So. Mm-hmm. I figured the best place to sell things here would be, like, in the richer quarters where there's, like, um... People would be going for, like, weddings, or people are looking for, like, or wedding go, rings and whatnot. Or go to the silversmiths and the goldsmiths and whatever... Yeah, tinsmiths as well. Yeah. yeah, though a jeweler is more likely to know the value of something and pay a lower price than some guy who's like, I want to buy this for my wife. We don't care about money. <laughs> I own a vineyard. <laughs> there are a lot of vineyards at this part of the old Salish Road. Exactly. It's actually famous for it. Well, you could probably like, just trade it as a currency or just purchase something else. But... Yeah. So, you are able to set up uh, a meeting at Idle Hands. Fucking word. Um, and yeah, Sambai. Yeah, Sambai. It's liquor, I just don't remember how to pronounce it proper. Uh, he's there. He is a elfin man. <coughs> Slender and stickly. Well, I know that you love rare books, so feast your eyes on this and tell me if you've ever seen it's like before and i'll pull out um the new mode of power that i've been carrying around with me and plop it down in front of him he uh like starts to kind of look at the cover and like the the bindings of it and the paper yeah where did you find this i found it in mine truly why, have you, do you recognize it? 
No, I've never seen anything like this. The pages, they're so consistent. <laughs> Was I clicking through? I don't understand the language. But how... How are these print pages? How, how is the cover printed? How is the stitching done on this? Yeah, I thought the you typeface. <laughs> I've never seen the like. Well, uh, it's it's obvious. You know, it's it's very valuable to me. I want to retain possession of it, but. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best idea for me to be carrying it about with me on my travels. I'd be happy to leave it here with you. Okay. He's like, he's waiting for the other shoe on that to draw. It's super cursed. <laughs> <laughs> um, like he touches the cover, it opens up into the face from the Necronomicon. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the meantime, I was also looking at uh, trying to find some other material. Um, maybe something on possessions? Possessions? Yeah. I, and I hope you understand that everything I'm saying is in the strictest of confidence between the two of us. But I have reason to believe that there might be some nefarious possessing spirit uh, inhabiting my hometown that I'm looking to try and cast out or, or break the spell of. I'm wondering if you've come across any any tomes, any information, or if you know of... The Unquiet Dead? Yes. Dark things. Let me check my backstock. There was a book made not too long ago. It came into my possession. I would be willing to trade you for it, for holding on to this, so I could take a closer look at its production. I think that sounds fair to me. Let me just... But it wasn't you. I... All right, and we're back. I, when I was home in Nevelis, we had a problem. Uh, our, our town is known for headstones and funerary. We service the more quiet practices in Darkon. We had a problem, and my father, who was, I don't have to say, very aged or very well cured, ran into a man, a Mr. a, a doctor, Rudolf van Richten, and together they dealt with this problem in the strictest of confidences. Dr. Van Richten ended up putting the encounter, anonymized, into a book that he wrote with my father on the issue. And he like came, he like is under the desk and he brings out a, a weathered first edition copy of Van Richten's Guide to Ghosts. It, like even has like you can tell like the binding's been changed and stuff. Like it's a yeah. it's a draft copy. There's like different little bits of paper in there for like the actual case. <coughs> You will never find a copy like this in all of the world. It's the only one of its kind. Well, thank you very much. I'll treasure it with my life. It's very, very rare. Especially since the doctor has 
banished from the world. Well, I hope I hope it'll serve me, and I'll be able to return it to you shortly. You should be careful about the unquiet dead. They are. They're relentless. They're like a. <coughs> Have you ever been to the east of the core? No. Or the west, I mean, sorry. No, I'm not well traveled. There's a place. There are places where they have these these machines powered by grease and steam. The unquiet dead are like that. They they strike in the same. They strike without hesitation. No man can stop them. They are relentless in the truest sense of the word. Truest sense of the word. And if one of these threatens my village, you understand my concern. There is a saying in Nephilim um, that we tell the. Uh, he realizes that you're human, and so he doesn't use the slur he was going to use for humans. <laughs> uh, the people from outside Nephilim, and uh, what we say to them is, just move when it comes to the unquiet dead. Speaking of moving, do you, uh, <laughs> do you do much business with Barovia? The village, probably? The village? Not... He kind of looks around. Not the village. If I were to be heading to the village, do you know anyone there who you might... I might convey your regards to? Yes, regards, of course. If I were to go to Barovia, um, I would pay my regards to the owner of the Blood of the Vine Inn. I would greet them as a friend, or maybe let them know of our business relationship. I'll make sure to do that. I would be very wary of anyone who's on business in the village from the castle. Well, you've been extraordinarily helpful, um, and I can't thank you enough. Maybe uh, may I suggest that we leave this conversation and go to something more lighter, maybe share dinner? Or... Yes. Let's go do dinner. And I'll treat him to dinner. He loves it. It's fucking rabbit food. <laughs> <laughs> My god. My stomach's a graveyard. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes, that was literally what he said, was oh. that, you know, he didn't want to turn his stomach to a graveyard. Oh. Yeah. And Nebulous, and they're all about funerary rites. Uh, oh, amazing. <laughs> Asher yeah. bought, like, the meatiest steak possible as a result. Yeah. I actually know about steaks a bit now, because I've been looking at all those cooking videos. I don't, I can't just throw all the terms now, but soon I'll be able to. <laughs> I know about steaks. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that was a nice. I'll give you a beat for that. Okay. That was a nice little encounter. That was a nice back and forth. You can always count on somebody. Until you come back and he gets murdered. <laughs> As is the way of things. He is crucified like the mechanical Jesus. Was the mechanical Christ crucified on the cross? I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I don't think so. That sounds insane. <laughs> I thought he was on a throne. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't supposed to be Jesus. He was supposed to be a new god. Yeah. They wouldn't crucify their new god. 
Mm. What are you two doing? I'm gonna, hawking, going down. I'm gonna be hawking jewelry. Where are you hawking jewelry? There are merchant areas. There are uh, there's like stalls and like people grifting on the streets. There's also nice places, um, chalets and restaurants and cafes. One of the nicer places where, where I won't be arrested for grifting. <laughs> and uh, Asher's gonna try to pass it off as fine elven jewelry, handled by elves. Know, with their graceful hands, because he's holding it right now and he's a fucking elf, so... He's not lying. <laughs> lying is bad. Oh my god. You have some serious problems. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to sell it to, uh, you know, rich people with more money than sense. You're no right from wrong. Alright. Um... Social plus something. I'm not gonna. No, no, no. We're not gonna do the role first. We're gonna, we're gonna establish the scene, establish the the interaction. Um. Sure. There's a man, or he, he looks like he's a little bit on the young side. Um, dock worker, maybe. Uh, looks like he's he's seen maybe a few things. Like maybe he's done a few runs on the caravan routes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, scraggly kind of. Frazzled looking. Like, not because he's stressed out, just because he's a bit unkept. Mm hmm. And yeah, he's walking by, and you catch his eye, and he's walking up to you. And you, you what do you, what? You got like a coat full of watches? Yeah, literally, actually, he's got like a, a thing of like cheap silk, and it's just got, you know, rings and whatnot hanging from, uh, <laughs> you know, the strands. What did you put it from? As a display. Hey, can I help you to. Some fine elven jewelry, good sir. Elven? Elven, yes. Handled by elven hands. Graceful elven hands. Rare jewels from deep underground, where elves are. <laughs> good lord. Good fucking lord. Ah. Uh, huh, I've been looking to... Show my affection to someone from town here, but I don't think I don't know if I can afford these. Tell you what, you seem like a man who has something to prove to someone out there, and I am quite the romantic myself. I would love to lower the price a bit to. No, he's, not, he's not pulling a gun and shooting, but you're like you're like you got something to prove. <laughs> Lower the price of it? Mm-hmm. You know, I understand how hard it is for us laborers out there. And who knows, maybe this jeweler will bring you luck. Elves oh. are such a mystical people, after all. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're a monster! Stop self-depreciating. He kind of lifts his cap a bit to show off one of those pointed ears and winks. Yeah, you, you, no, he knew. <laughs> You're in Barovia. He knew you weren't people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let, uh, let me pause. We're back. We're going to have uh, manipulation and persuasion. Okay, I'm going to use a willpower. Here. That gives me three extra die? I believe so. Quick Peter check. Three die seems a bit risky. 
We'll just start with two and see. No, just roll three, and if it's changed turns of a different later, we'll just change it for later. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's a ten and an eight. And a ten again. Ooh. So three successes. Alright, so that's success. Mm-hmm. Um, you convince him to spend money he doesn't have on something he doesn't need. Excellent. Uh, I don't know how to quantify you doing sales stuff good. So I guess you have a reason, you have a bonus. Resource that isn't a merit, but technically a resource. Or something, <laughs> or a bo- or an equipment bonus. I mean, a wall of cash is an equipment bonus. Oh yeah, it is actually, so. But you already had the wall of cash, but now it's more cashable. Now it's not just him bartering a ring. Yeah. So you got more money than the ring was worth through the magic of barter, and it's probably an equipment bonus. Mm-hmm. Like, or we just have more of the quick thing that, you know, we won't have a penalty by uh, trying to hawk a whole ring, whatever. Yeah, so an equipment bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's right down cash, and it's like an equipment bonus. Like, it's a plus, I don't know, three. So, yeah. Willpower is three dice and plus two to resistance rolls. So there it is. Rates. Yeah, that's a static value. Yep. Beloved will love this, believe me. Yeah, he picks one out, he's like, yeah. Yeah, alright. And he hands over the uh, the um, I think they're I think they're they're crows? Mm-hmm, I think so. Raven claws. Raven claws, claws, yeah. claws. <laughs> no, they are raven claws. It's in the book. Right. Rat tail, raven claw, and wolf something. Yeah. So yeah, Asher's just gonna spend his time here hawking his wares. Very good. Wolf fang. Rat tooth, raven claw, wolf fang. <laughs> Also, um, where that child was before, that one that was hiding out in the woods, uh-huh. I'm going to buy, like, a loaf of bread or something, and, you know, if there's still signs of someone being around there, he's just going to leave it there. Did I call that child fucking Newt? I think so. She was basically well, Newt. She was collecting I mean, She teeth. was Newt. But mm-hmm. Did I just call her Newt and cut out the middleman? Did we collect vampire teeth at all? Yeah, you did. They were worth money. Hmm. I wouldn't give up one of the fang teeth because yeah, whatever. You but teeth. one of the regular teeth. I'm just gonna leave. You know, she's there. Teeth. Oh shit! Okay. You walk up. She's there. She's uh, eating an apple. Hmm. She's sewing a doll up. Oh, I bet she's full filled it with teeth. She's crazy. She's her a tooth. She's like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I've outgrown it. I'm beyond that now. <laughs> I left the whole creepy child stage. Now I now I use pogs. <laughs> She was actually called Newt. Huh. Alright, there's Newt. Yeah, I'll just kind of fold the bread out and uh, the tooth in the other hand. She's like, oh, hey! Thank hey. you! And she takes it. Yeah, you, uh... Made it through the spring. How are you, uh... How are you managing? Why wouldn't I have made it through the spring? Uh, what do you mean? No reason, kid. No reason. <laughs> you still doing alright? Yeah. Good, good, yeah. You know, passing through again, so... Cool! Takes the tooth, puts in her tooth bag. You got parents or anything like that? Did she have parents, Peter? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, parents. Oh, okay. They just let you kind of play out here, I guess? What else would I do? That's a good point. I'm six. Yeah, alright. Well, enjoy your teeth. (laughs) I will. She like shakes the bag. It makes a it makes a shaking sound. And I'll just 
Let her be with her teeth and her bread. Oh, she gives you like <coughs> she like goes into like one of the little sewing pockets she has and gives you uh, buttons. Oh wow! She doesn't know any better, but one of the buttons is uh, made of um, like onyx stone, but it just looks like a button. Huh. I don't know if I know any better either, but they're nice. It looks neat. <laughs> it looks neat, so I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. It's not super valuable, hmm. but it's neat. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that as a little token. Write it down, take notes. Thanks, Neil. See you later, man. Yeah. I'll probably She's not see like being back. fly with lingo, she just called you man. That's what she knows you by. Hmm. Yeah, I'll just leave her be <coughs> with you know, some food and teeth. Jack Angus, what are you doing? What's your scene? Mm. Well, I don't think I have anyone to talk to, so I probably will be setting up shop as you know the barber again. You know, pulling them teeth and whatnot, doing the barber stuff. All right. Well, basically, the same scene as last time plays out. Newt's there; she's collecting teeth. Yeah, this time I'll just let her take whatever. I think I know her thing. <laughs> You're a fresh one. Throw <laughs> teeth like a pigeon. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. She T poses. <laughs> well, maybe you can start teaching her, like, oh, this is how you become a barber. This is if how you in... slit throats. I just imagine you're like giving her the barber's knife and she's like doing a fancy flip with it to open and close, and she's like, please teach me. This is my first time handling a barber's knife. <laughs> Here's how you sharpen them. She already has like her own thing out with her foot on like its own pedal and it's like made of like vellum, like like fox leather. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is all so new to me. <laughs> no, wait, that's just Anakin. <laughs> yeah, that again. You're killing me. We just got away from it. This is a serious game. Hogwarts. This was a serious game. The danger's real. Yeah, so yeah, I was initially thinking, like, oh, I'll socialize to, I don't know, maybe it's a higher class so there are people doing their cut to get some more hawking of gems and stuff, but, well, that's what I've been done in the scene, so we don't need to repeat that, really. Oh, do you want to pump anyone from information? Sure. <laughs> or should I do my role again? <laughs> well, what do you want to do? Well, how do you strike conversation? How does Jack Angus interact with other human beings? Well, probably not doing a shave. Like, oh, what's new in this near part of town? <laughs> oh, not a lot. Now that summer's here. Oh. We're getting ready for harvest, of course, because you always have to get ready for harvest. Hmm. What you growing in this part of Barovia? The, 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 the vine. Ah. <laughs> it's <Well>. hay season. <laughs> but yeah, the, the vineyards, you know, it's all coming in, but... We gotta, yeah, prepare, get hands on board, collect, crush, bottle, store. Mm, have some wine harvest coming on eventually? End of the year, but you gotta prep now or else you won't have the manpower. Everyone buys up manpower. Yeah. There's like a lot of competition for it, and all the youths, they bounce from vineyard to vineyard working 24 day hours. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll fish something out from my 
doctors about like, oh, maybe take this for your hay fever. <laughs> what, what is it, opium? I don't know, some antihistamine or something? Would they have something like that? I'm sure antihistamines existed. Yeah, so... Right. I'm just also vaguely sure probably like morphine or chewing tobacco because you got ghosts in your blood. Have some opium. Definitely, I'm from civilized places. Australia. You've got ghosts in your blood. Have some opium, mate. <laughs> then he's not looking you steal his wallet. So the better way to gather information, though, because you've got a blade to the throat. So, you know. <laughs> right, and it's a barber. Everyone loves talking to a barber. Yeah. And plus, you're the type of barber that's like, I got this growth on my throat and stuff. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll lance that for you. It's like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that actually helps people. <laughs> you're not just cutting hair. You're, you're, you're it's a lifestyle. Yep. Well, so I, you know, gossip bits about. Cressing and so on, that oh, about these merchants getting killed on. Uh, outsiders. Yeah. Can't trust them. Yeah, maybe that's whether any of them made their way here afterwards or something, whether there's something going on. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of newcomers. A lot, of, a lot of people heading out, though. I think they're doing the tour around the, you know, the Svalage Pass, well, uh, before the harvest comes in. Yeah. Not yep. a lot of new faces. A lot of people leaving, though. <laughs> Any particular place they're going? Would you I know? don't know. They just... Uh, south? South. I heard one boy saying he was heading to the uh, the border watch. Oh. There's those old hagtooth goblet Hagtooth towers. Ooh. A lot of those. What's the story there? There's this godforsaken province just south of us, and it's full of snaggletooth hags. So, one of the Strads, I don't remember which one, one of the Strads had a bunch of towers put up to watch, because they kept coming in stealing. So, you know, you're really far away from any close village, but if you volunteer, you get paid a little bit more than if they just take you out of your house and conscript you. That makes sense. Some of the youths... Some of the youths will go and volunteer to do tower duty for the summer. Sounds like a decent day. Yeah, it's a couple of months of just being alone up there. Yep, so the plumber can't get lonely. I don't have any, any direction here, so... Sure, it's fine. Yeah. You have a nice conversation. Yeah. About so. harvests and snaggletooth goblins. Yep. So we, I think we're only finding one thread at the moment, so this not like... Yeah, he's not. He didn't have like a, you know, there's a pumpkin-headed scarecrow that walks around mm. stealing people. Oh, like, he didn't have that. I, I was desperately trying to find a way to fit that in, though. <laughs> I was thinking, like, just if we had more threads going on, then it'd be like easy to be like, oh, what about these noblemen or something, or whatever. But like, currently we just cut everything out and then we just have this as our... Go to Barovia, thread. investigate a ghost. Yeah, pretty much that. So, yeah. All right, well, that was nice for the three of you having like a little scene where you all kind of dealt with things. Got a thing. Mm -hmm. I'll, give, I'll give you two a beat as well. How's that? Beats. What's for dinner? Uh, beats of fruit, stone, vegetable. A beats of fruit, comma, a stone, comma, a vegetable. <laughs> A stone vegetable, okay. 
<sighs> so, I guess after spending some time here... After your layover, you guys, of course, get back on the road. Uh, it is a slow, arduous trip that... Oh. Sorry, I just got a little flasher on my screen. It is a slow, arduous trip that eventually one night you'll have to stop and make camp and you'll hear things in the forest. And it's going to be wolves. So I'm going to pause while we get drinks and stuff while I just check on that real quick and we can take a look at just combat or violence. (laughs) It's a violence system when it's a combat system. So let's just pause here. All right, listeners, we are back with combat. We've read the combat rules. We've kind of figured everything out. We're definitely not clinking dice together because it's loud. Of course we are. It's what we do. We're an RPG channel, Devin. No, we're not a channel, Peter. We're just well, that's playing your a fault. game. <laughs> we're not clicking like, share, and subscribe. Okay. Um, yeah. So. You guys are all gathered around the campfire, resting, relaxing after a day's trudge through the old Svalich Road, uh, when a baleful howl comes from the woodlands nearby, and your camp is beset by wolves. Uh, there's over a dozen of them. The men called arms. People grab torches and like logs of fire. Uh, a lot of men run by the horses to keep them safe. Uh, there is a commotion, and like everyone's awake. You three, for the purpose of this swarm, will have three wolves to deal with. If you can take care of them, you will have contributed enough to turn the tide. And if we die. <laughs> if you die, I guess uh, this whole season's one episode. <laughs> GG. So unclimactic. Well, we'll see how this goes. So, initiative for this turn starts on Asher. Okay. No, Wolf yeah. 1. Wolf 15. Wolf 1. So, uh, that's me. Which, for a wolf... Where are the dice pools here? For bite. Six dice. I have dice. Who are you biting, though? Who, indeed? Who is at the forefront of this? Ranged, ranged, ranged. Wait, you're all ranged? Yeah. Man, you're all smart. (laughs) Uh, is anyone would anyone be closer to the wolves than the other? Who, who wants to who wants to take that? Who volunteers? I'd probably be closer because I have a crossbow, which doesn't have as good of range as uh, rifles. Yeah. Wait, shotgun. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I might be I might be shotgun out front. Who volunteers? I need a volunteer. Razor. There we go. You did it first. Ah, sure. He is the bravest among us. Lion brain. The drunkest among us. <laughs> so, subtract his defense. What? Oh no, melee! What's, Maybe. what's your defense? Three? Ah, it's only three. He's a bitch. Wolf! Oh, oh my no. Christ! Electronic Christ! That's four. Uh, four successes. Okay. Do we have any modifiers? Um, reduced to one success? Hmm. Yeah, I also have armor on. No, I, I took the three dice off ahead of time. Oh, okay. So he had six dice, and on three dice I got four successes. Um, and you do have armor. That is armor. true. Yeah. Right. Uh, the stat block for wolves does not include the bite. Stat hmm. block. It's a weapon. Huh. 
So just do this. So let me yeah. let me just let me just briefly click the pause button. I'll just okay, we're back. So the wolf bites plus one and does lethal. I rolled four dice, which means it was five damage. He had two armor. The wolf latches onto you and does three lethal right off the bat, okay. digging into you and trying to pull on you. Now it's Asher's turn. Now it is Asher's turn. Okay, so I am down to four health. Oh, cool. We have a little health tracks. And uh, I see what you mean by infinite health. Yes. Yeah, I have no idea where the, how to track it on here. I already tapped it. Yeah, Peter's, Peter's not just managing it. Okay. Peter's, Peter's helpful for that. I am. Well, I've got my crossbow out, so I can't exactly swap to another weapon without having to deal with a bunch of, you know, drawing weaponry and whatnot, so that takes a whole turn. If you wanted, you could belay your turn for one of these two heroes to shoot the wolf on you, and then you could shoot a wolf not in melee with you. I think... I don't think I get any penalties for fighting in short range with uh, There is shooting into close combat. Minus two. Uh, that's only if I shoot into like someone else fighting with a wolf. Like, uh, then you should be fine. <coughs> oh. Yeah, I don't think it's affected by anything. Yeah, like if we shoot, we get minus two because we have a chance oh, yeah. to potentially... Blow your face it. off. Mm -hmm. Okay. So three, four, five, six. Turn you into Edward Scissor's jaw. Eight. Eight. And ten. doesn't get a defense. No, it does not. Three successes. And I get uh, plus one to damage, so... Four. Yeah. No, wait. Is it plus one? No, it's plus two. Damage Five. plus two. So, Wolf 1, uh, do I do X's for lethal? No, dashes for lethal. Aren't they slash X? Like, slash is bashing, X is lethal, asterisk is aggravated? I don't know. That's exactly what it is. It's alright. I'll take care of it. I'll take over. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. It's at negative 1 to every action now. Oh, good. Ha 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 ha! I think the action needs to have a tick. In inside of it. Oh, yes. okay. You, you had the cursor on there. Um, there is uh, okay. the rule for firearms, firearms in the close combat. Page nine. Page nine. Just I'll take a look at it later. Later. Uh, so who's next? Wolf number two. Yeah. All right. Well, Peter, wolf number two is going for you. Okay, I've got six defense. Because I've got some athletics, I'm a trained soldier, and I've got a bayonet in my hand. <laughs> I see. Tides have turned. <laughs> yes, I no. guess I roll a wild die. No, I'm the Voorhees. <laughs> now you're the Voorhees? Or the Jason or whatever. From. Peter's a little salty because we sent a Jason after him in a Chronicles of Darkness all game. Of us. And it had Defense 7. <laughs> yeah. And the murder axe. Hey, it wasn't a one, so the, the wolf does, does nothing. Yeah. Hey. Yep. That's that's it. <coughs> oh man, the other wolf is, is gonna attack you again. Now your defense is five. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Bite your dick off with wolves. So was it? It's a failure. Okay. It's a failure, Peter. Okay. Well, that leaves you two. 
I wonder how rough shotguns are to living things. Up close. That have souls. Okay. How am I soul? So now it's me, initiative eight. Let's roll this thing. I'm so goddamn excited for this. Oh. Well, oh. Gunpowder mistake. <laughs> I'll spend the willpower. Oh, there it is. For my firearms, I've got trained. I'm still need one more because I've got specialty. There's so many dice you can't even fucking. All one. Who are you shooting? A wolf. <laughs> Asher. <laughs> one of the healthy wolves. Just put me out of my misery. One, two, three. Oh, one of the healthier rules. You could have taken up the entire wolf. I was nine again. You have nine again. Good lord. It's only three successes. And what's my modifier on the gun? Plus four. So. Oh, that's an instant kill. Yeah. Rifles, man. Oh, no. Guns are lethal. Yes. Guns are dangerous. All right, Wolf 2, um, you shoot it. Yeah. There isn't really a fancy way to say it. you shoot the animal and it dies. I put it down. All right. Like a dog. Phineas. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I guess I'll shoot the other healthy wolf so I don't take the minus two for firing into me. To fire into Asher? Yeah. With a shotgun, a spread weapon? Yes. You Especially being not all that great with it. <laughs> You're not a trained fucking Australian soldier with no, it. No, I'm not a murder machine. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a six, so six. And with a ten. Six. So I got a ten. One success. What's your modifier? Shotguns have nine again, by the way. They're all nine. Okay. Yeah, sixes. So what's the modifier on the damage? Plus three. So, four damage. I don't understand what the power of the shotgun over the rifle is. Mm hmm. Hmm. Let me check. Well, it has a nine again. The rifle doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the shotgunniness of it. How many damage did you do? Uh, total four. That's... One success and a plus three. That, that's that's good. You you guys aren't aren't slouches. Alright, so yeah, you pump a shotgun around the other wolf, and it's, uh, it's been hit by a shotgun. <coughs> it's not looking too hot, but, uh, for the purposes of this, it's going to fight to the death. Would you like two other wolves to come in? No, no, we're, we're fine. I think we've, I think we've established the fictional position of where you guys are in the pecking order. <laughs> we're the top dogs now. Um, roll initiative, everybody. Yeah, roll initiative time. Okay, no, I do not want a thing to get past the screen. Okay. Another 10, so um, 12. Okay. What did you get, Asher? Or Phineas? Uh, I rolled a 5, which means my total is a 6. Alright, Asher, I think with a 12, you're going first. Okay. Uh, because I can reload my crossbow with a reflexive action, I am just going to uh, <coughs> unload another uh, crossbow bolt into this wolf. A weapon that can't be hurt by me soaking it in water. 
What? Yes, that. Um... Okay, I'm gonna re-roll that one. Okay, so that's I got two pennies. Three, four, three, four, five. Plus the damage from uh, crossbow itself, so seven. Okay, that would have been enough to kill it if it was a healthy wolf. So that wolf is super dead. Three, four, five, six, seven. How dead was it, you might ask? It flipped all the way around its track and has five aggravated damage. So I guess I just shot the crossbow bolt through its entire body. Through its head, into its head, into its skull, it is dead. Uh, the next one is Wolf 3. Yeah. Wolf 3 is going to... What was your defense again? Six? Six. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to attack Phineas, because Phineas hasn't been attacked yet this game. He and just I shot just in the face of the wolf. You did guy. do that. For its... For it, your sheer gall. It knows what you did. <laughs> your defense is three? That's not bad. It can. It doesn't have penalties yet. It can bite you. Yes. I'm going to dodge. Oh, 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 you're going to dodge. Okay. So, oh. listeners, two dodge. Uh, Phineas <coughs> is going to double his dice pool from... Or his static defense value doubles from three to six, and now becomes a dice pool. He rolls those six dice, and every success subtracts from successes. I think so. Yeah. Oh, and you just sacrifice your combat turn to do that? Yep. 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 Yeah. Each success reduces an attacker's success by one. Not a die, a success, hmm. which is amazing, by the way, mm-hmm. because you get far less successes than you do dies. So, uh, roll success. One, two, oh, here we go. Two. Two. Okay, so on three dice, I have to get three successes to hurt you for one damage. Yep. Oh, wait, do you have armor? No. Oh, thank Christ. Thank you for Christ. One. One, so no. <laughs> Miss. The, the, the wolf cannot get you. It's it's rabid with bullet wounds. Okay. Seven, Jack. Huzzah. I'll spend another willpower. You are Jack's lack of empathy for animals. I come from Australia, mate. All the dogs want to kill us. One, two, three, four, five. What's the thing? Right, and got one, two, three, four more. Still wrong. Two more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So eleven damage. <laughs> Fuck. All right, that wolf that had three health boxes left. Super dead. I don't know if damage all the way through. You shoot it in the head. <laughs> Inspiring. <laughs> well, you guys dispatch these three wolves with uncharacteristic ease. Compared to that first one in the rain with the robot that we're not talking about. <laughs> the lightning gun. <laughs> I mean, the lightning gun. We made a pact to never talk about him again. Uh, <laughs> you know, you fill your shotgun with beanbag rounds and it'd be non-lethal. <coughs> yeah, sure. But why? Do they have beanbag rounds? You just bag the sand. You just, no, literally, you take a cot like a like a like a like a bag like a like a what do you call it? A, you know what bags are used to be made out of? Canvas. Potato sack, canvas. 
You take a canvas bag, you fill it with unboiled beans, you put it in the shotgun, and you shoot them. Or rock salt. Well, there's a little difference between rocks being shot at someone and a beans. It's a bean bag. Do they have bean bags? Yes. Well, in my upcoming downtime, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make those. <laughs> Center mass. It hurts like the Dickens. The Charles Dickens. Okay. I was not expecting you guys to be this amazing. Oh, it's refreshing. <laughs> no, it's good. It sets the tone for what you guys can handle. And the combo didn't take that long. Then again, I am badly wounded here, so one of you better get on that. <laughs> I am badly wounded. You're the way, bleeding out. Did not take that long at all. Exactly, it's nice. These quick shoots are really good. I was yep. referencing it. Very useful. Oh my god, aiming gives, gives you another bonus. <laughs> yeah, but we have to spend a whole turn. A turn of murder. You guys take out the wolves and help everyone else dispatch the rest of them. The caravan calms down. Uh, these wolves look like they went feral. Like, not feral, obviously. They're Love wolves. It. Rabbit is actually the word I was going for. They have foam, they look starved, it looks like they have like uh, deep, dark bite marks all over them. Um, they've been bitten by bats. Yeah. Isn't rabies contagious? <laughs> Super contagious. Yeah. Oh my. I need that shot, Doc. Yeah. Time to like. Clean you up. Alcohol in the wounds. Oh man, we could go into disease rules for Chronicles of Darkness. Oh, no. That's what I want. Rabies. I'll get a beat if I get over it. You might get a condition. A negative condition. Aren't elves immune to disease? Aren't elves immune to disease? Wow. Curing rabies is no joke. There's something called the Milwaukee Protocol, where they put you in a coma. Yep. Yep. I didn't realize rabies was a big deal. It's yeah. really brutal. It's still <laughs> kind of lethal. <laughs> this day. How big of a deal how big a deal it was there. Yeah, but that was a Stephen King novel. He was magic. He so, was. There's even a chapter where the dog is be magically being forced to kill the family. By, by a demon. So, I... Now, I got bit by animals all the time as a kid. I didn't realize how, uh, how lethal that was. Oh, yeah. I mean, not even pets, either. I was just, like, hanging with stray animals and shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, uh... So, yeah, you need to get treatment from your doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you doing, Jack? What's, uh... Huh. You gonna, gonna save him? Yeah, I guess I'll use my medicine with first aid because, well, I am doing first aid, I suppose, in the wits. I need to be fast on this. Uh, yeah, medical treatment. So you, you gotta do medical treatment, man. Yep. Okay, uh, I'll double check my merit here. And that might offset the penalties you're gonna suffer to your stamina plus resolve roll. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It even says so right here. Okay. Sure. So, um, I'll spend another point of willpower because oh, I need to treat this fast, man. And I'll spend my condition to get a beat. All right. Yeah. What condition? What? 
He, two, I believe, he got inspired three, from how well he killed four, that dog. Five. Oh, I got five successes too. Huh. So I guess I have inspired. Yeah, inspired. Five successes. Oh my God, you got inspired again. Yep. See, it just it just keeps going. Yeah. See how this works. <laughs> the inspired spiral. You pick a thing. You specialize in a thing. <laughs> And when you start using that thing, good things happen. It's like, the first time I was reading Critical Battle, I was thinking, oh, they fix min-maxing because it doesn't cost you as much to get the higher higher dots. But then when we actually started playing, oh, you get beats for failure, which if you have low dots, you get beats. And you get beats for using the inspired loop. So that means you get beats when you have high stats. So, unfortunately, min-maxing is still around. But in the funnest way possible. Farming. <laughs> it's fun. It's engaging. Yeah. Fucking up what you're bad at. Really doing well at what you're good at. Yep. It's narratively satisfying. Hmm. Um, okay, so you got a bunch of successes, so you need to make a stamina plus resolve roll. Or, uh, or oh, we're going to have some fun. Stamina plus resolve. If you want to spend a willpower, now would be the time. <coughs> Enter your inspired condition. <laughs> yeah, I'll use my uh, inspired condition. Uh, results, that's five. I'm going to use uh, willpower for an extra three. And then how much does uh, inspired give me? It doesn't give you anything, but if you get three successes, it's exceptional. Yeah, you use ah. your willpower back, and yeah. So. Okay. Hey, your willpower back. Are you fucking kidding me? Not a single success. Would you like to make a dramatic failure for a beat? No, I don't want the <laughs> dying in the first game, so no. You wouldn't die. Rabies takes a bit of time to catch on. No, that's fine. Well, I'll have no play the dying. <laughs> Alright, so you fail and catch rabies. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Well, good thing this land has some magic, so... Yeah, that's what this town has. You'll go to the vampires, so you'll suck your blood out. And you'll be fine. Yeah, it's right there. Okay, so you think you do a pretty good job of treating the wound and cleaning it up, and Asher, you know, he, he sleeps for a bit, you give him some booze. He feels better. Uh, you make sure he drinks water, because you vaguely know rabies doesn't like water. Yeah, sure. I don't know if the hydrophobic properties of the rabies virus was discovered in... World War One was, what, 17-something? But I'm sure... Devin. Devin. <laughs> I'm sure you could suss it out, magic man. But yeah. Good times. Well, I guess you can look up the aspiration for get to Baroga safely and cross the out. Yeah. <laughs> Just joking. Take the aspiration out back and shoot it. <laughs> uh, Which might be what we have to do to Asher. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, new character. The, the imagery was there. Oh, you can get cured for rabies, Kevin. I'm. Oh, you can get cured for rabies. There's some magical rabies. Maybe. Some so holy water. What if they actually have to Milwaukee you, like put you in a coma for a week or so while they try to fight you off manually? Well, us doing manually, that'll be weird. Ah, we'll figure something out. It's an adventure. Long so aspiration. Get cured for rabies. I'm pretty sure cure disease is a thing that exists in Ravenloft, so... I mean... In D&D <coughs> it exists. <laughs> um, aren't there like merits for like magical healing or something? I'll have a look there might be. If you want to go to the Church of the Morning Lord and give yourself up to Christ. Oh, no. 
They go with the fake Christ. He's an Ezraite, so I'm sure. Oh, you are an Ezraite. There you go. Feel like I don't want that mist of the that horror of the mists. Fix me, morning lord. Start putting nails through your hand. Fix me. I'm like, oh my god. <coughs> so. Um, no, actually, we're, we're good. We don't, we don't need that song. The last week or so of travel begins to wrap up. Your caravan crests one of the many dales that are spread through this horrific mountainous area. And there, on the horizon of the dale, is a, a thick blanket of yellowy mist and road going into it, and it's situated in the middle of two large widowy peaks, and beyond it is a road leading to a small camp, and beyond that is a bridge leading up to a scary, scary castle, looming threateningly uh, on the horizon, a cloud of scavengers flying around it. There are prisoners up in the tops of the tower, and the scavengers are eating their bodies. So I think it might be prudent to wrap the session for the night as you guys are to enter the village of Barovia proper. So how do you feel on that? Sure. So I guess the I think that fulfills my aspiration. Or to to make it to Barovia? Yeah. But let's go through the aspiration list. And maybe we should go into Barovia and then end it. Okay. So, uh, do we want to go over our aspirations or what? Or could do the next session perhaps with uh, the next player and have me off refreshed? What's that? Um, is that what you guys want to do? Because I, I think I think that's a nice bookend to it. Yeah. But I just want to see. Oh, you wanna you wanna establish an intimate connection with someone in Morovia? I sure do. God damn it! But it's fine. We can wrap up. I'm sorry. <laughs> It seemed directly appropriate after you, someone might die of rabies. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Alright, so... No, okay, no one found comfort in the village of Barovia. No one safely reached the village of Barovia. No one found a fetter. No one established any connection with someone in the village. But you got to the village of Barovia. Haha. So Peter, by dint of, of having the lowest expectations... Way to aim low. <clears throat> Yep. Chad Lowe. No. Rob Lowe. So I found five beasts throughout the session. Very good. I will give everyone a beat for the end of the session. One or two. What? Just one or two. I said one. You said one. You're killing me. <laughs> Following the, the other one, you're getting two. That's fine. Uh, joshing you. I'm just joshing. You have no idea what joshing is. <laughs> I know it triggers you. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and I think for last season, just to get, let you guys kind of pick options and uh, even up your characters, I'll throw two full XP out. Just so you can kind of play around with options. Because your characters are pretty experienced, and this will let you kind of fill in the gaps. Mm. Now that we've seen how everything plays. Which I think it plays pretty smoothly. I, I like... I like. I want to do investigation, but oh man. We can dive right into that next session. You'll go into Barovia, hit up the inn, hit up the orphanarium, and start kind of pulling out the puzzle pieces. Cool.
So yeah, uh, I think that's a good place to call it for episode one of season two. Um, I was Devin. Tyler. Kevin. Be there. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.